Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is sponsored by the all-new and homemade Shandy Bass Range, where you take a mouthful of beer and a mouthful of lemonade and then shake your belly about and you've got yourself a homemade Shandy Bass. Let's go! Welcome to the Daft Lad Podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates. Whatever that fucking means. Daft. Hey up, everyone. How we doing? How we doing? It's uh, welcome to episode 10 of the Daft Lad Podcast. We've made it to double digits. Yeah, we fucking have. And uh, I'm going to start off with a great email that I got sent in from someone called Jeff Hookie. Jeff Hookie says, Would you rather have a chicken dinner at a closed-off Poundland till, or would you rather uppercut one of the staff members at Go Ape? It's a tough one, that. Tough one. But to be honest, I'd rather go fucking scissor-kick a sell on steak in mother care. That's where I want to be. I'm going to have to go with uppercut one of the Go Ape staff members Cocky bastards, them like are. Great question, Jeff. You're nothing but daft. Here is a fun brain fuck of a question for you all listening on this Friday. You might, it could be a Saturday. Anyway, time freezes for 48 hours and you're the only one unaffected. What do you choose to do? I'm going to repeat that like it's fucking millionaire. Time freezes for 48 hours and you're the only one unaffected. What do you choose to do? There's endless possibilities. You could do anything. Like, your first thought when you get this question is, oh, I'll just go rob a bank. But I, I don't know how banks work. Do they have the cash that you've given in, in, like, a cupboard with a lock? Or Because in, in it all on the cloud now, you know, you've got online banking. You can't just go steal online banking. I don't know how banks work. Um, but, yeah, like, I'd, I'd always think to go rob a thing. But that's obviously, that's a bit too normal, a bit too safe. You know what I mean? And also... When people unfreeze in 48 hours, they're going to realise it was me on the CCTV. Because I'm the only one walking about, and you'll see me, obviously. But I was thinking about this. If someone's going out for a jog, or they're sprinting at pace, go to 100 metre sprint training, something like that. I'd spend a few hours at first building a brick wall in front of the person running. So when they unfreeze after 48 hours, they get a head full of brick. And we all want that. I'm going to go into Lush and I'm going to take all the soap bombs out, the bath bombs out and just change them with Claymores. That's pretty good. Scrap that. I'm going to go to every shop in the UK that is a Lush shop and I'm going to fill it up with water. I'm going to fill every shop up with water, obviously when the staff are out of it, but that's going to fuck their business up and that's pretty cool. No more far-selling bombs of bath to me. Not being scared walking down the street. So, obviously that's a joke. Let's move on. Let's say the 48 hours was when the Euro 2020 final was, when England played Italy. What I'm going to do, 
when everyone is froze, what I'm going to do first, just to start it off, is score a few goals, score a few screamers, maybe chuck the ball up in the air, do an overhead kick. I might do like 10 fails of that, but on the 20th try, I might do it, and I'll run off to the frozen crowd going, get in, you Sue, and all this crap. And then I'll realise, right, I want England to win, I think. And then what I'm going to do is go do some proper slide tackles on Italians, um, and then I'll shout at the ref like he's just blown up. He's like, wow, ref, never fucking touched him. You know, I could do a few shins. And then before I leave the spot, I'm going to get a hot dog. But before I go, I'm going to purposely get the football, put it on the Italian goal line. So when Harry Kane unfreezes, he can tap it in the net. But to be honest, thinking now, I don't think I could trust in England to do that, putting the ball on the line for him. I think they'd still miss. Here's one. Let's say there's someone you don't like on this planet. Get a golf club while they're frozen for 40 hours. Get a golf ball and a tee. Make sure they're on grass, because if they're on concrete, you can't put a tee in the floor. And I'd wait until 40 hours is up. I'd have the tee ready, the ball on the tee, about maybe a foot away, maybe an inch, no, a foot away from the person you don't like. Driver next to a golf ball. Just wait there until everyone unfreezes, this person especially. Actually, I'm off to stand a metre away because I want to do the Happy Gilmore run up. So when they unfreeze, I'm going to do the Happy Gilmore run and as soon as they start moving, fucking smash the golf club against the shins. And also, the club will probably hit them as well. So that's a pretty good idea as well. Sounds fun. Let me know any of your ideas that you would do if you had 40 hours, everyone else in the world was frozen. And you weren't. Send them into the Daft Lad podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and I'll read some out on the podcast. Let's have some bangers. I thought about this, right? You know when you go to bed and you wake up, obviously, and you wake up on one of those like spring mornings, it's really foggy, you can't see anything, right? It isn't fog. That's actually cloud. I've realised this. All that's happened is when you've been asleep, the ground has been slowly moving up to the stratosphere, and you're in the clouds. That's why it's foggy. You just don't learn that at school. This is the special the special education that you get if you're in set five with the scarecrows and hay bales. I'm joking. I was in that them classes, so I can say that. Here's one. Uh, this happens to me a lot. Um, it's a greeting, which you might have encountered in life. Uh it's, it's one of the things I hate, right? So when you're greeting someone or you're, like, you're walking past someone or walking up to someone for the first time on that day, and what a polite thing to do is say, hey up, bud, and you're like, hey up, how you doing? Yeah, good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, and you just move on, which is boring, but it's nice and polite, isn't it? But I get this quite a lot. Here we go, I'll do it. Hey up, bud. Hey up there, Scotty, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. What do you know then? What am I replying to that? Hey up, bud, what do you know? What do I say? Do I tell them a fact that I've learned over the weekend? Do I tell them a fucking definition of something I saw on Google? I've never done this. Hey up, bud, what do you know? Did you, uh... What the fuck do I know? Uh, did you know that the blob that sits on the end of your toothbrush is actually called a nerdle? Like, what the fuck? I'm not gonna say that. It's like, I'm not going to blow them away with an epic fact. Or like something I've done over the weekend, I've got to say. Oh, what do you know? Oh, well, at the weekend, I was younger than what I am fucking now. What the, what the fuck? 
like I don't know what to say. Please let us know any ideas. Because I'm just like, every time I get asked, what do you know? I'm just like, not much, not much, yeah. And then you just move on. It's like, oh, I want to give them something, you know? I want to give them something special. Let's move on from that because that's getting me aggravated. Here's something, right? How the fuck is it lucky when a bird has splatted on me or my car from a great height? You know, when a bird shits on you. Like, you'll get bird poo in your hair or on the exterior of your car. You'll see it happen. But you have to see it happen. If it just appears, it's, it don't count. But if you see it happen, bird goes, Poof, splat on your window. Someone always goes, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Jamie, you've got bird poo. I see you've got bird shit in your eye. That's lucky, apparently. If it was that lucky to have a bird shit on you, right? You just go stand in a bird sanctuary be sorted for life you don't have to buy a lottery ticket you just get given the money bird shot on you it's lucky i've never believed that that is just like me saying to my mate oh mate you've got a dart stuck in your fringe that's lucky that go buy a lottery ticket you know when you're watching a film and it's at that part of the film where the character is looking at a family photo it's a bit sad but it's like an old family photo and you can tell that this has been Mocked up in the space of seconds just before you film the actual movie. And it's uh, overdone black and white. Maybe a few effects in there on Photoshop to make it look like it was made 60 years ago. But you just know that that picture was taken maybe two weeks before production started. And uh, it was the first time all the actors came together, all the cast. And the director just got them into the local pub. And he was like, right, so we're just going to get some pictures that are going to be in the sad scenes in the movie. Um, you've obviously not met each other yet, don't matter. We're going to get you all stood really close, really intimate. To, you're basically a family, aren't you, you lot, um, in the film. So can everyone get on this uh, sofa that's made for only two people? There's going to be five people on it. So you five, um, can you squeeze up together, get your cheeks really close, and smile for the camera? Going to take a hundred of pictures, maybe a couple of thousand, just get the right one. Right, uh, and action, on up. And cheese. And cheese. Keep spamming those pictures. Good. I bet that's quite awkward for the actors. I know actors are meant to be all like, uh, they don't care about that, but um, I would be, that would be very awkward with that. And also in a film, when they start singing, you can tell it's proper auto-tune just to sound better, which obviously you want in a film. But I want to hear it without auto-tune. You know, I want to hear Zac Efron reaching those fucking high notes at the age of 14 without auto-tune. It would make the film much more better, realistic. I want to see how good he is at singing, Zac Efron, when he's doing all those roundhouses around fucking 18-4 at golf course on Ice Cream Musical 2, because you're going to be knackered. So you can't be singing that good and also swinging and throwing it back. So I want to hear that more realistic, more pure, pure bullshit, innit? Um, Plus in films when actors start playing the piano, and obviously they don't know how to play the piano, so the camera is panning in so you can't see their hands you can just see them waddling about i want to hear what the actors play finding your perfect home was hard but thanks to burrow furnishing it has never been easier burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium durable materials including stain and scratch resistant fabrics so they're not just comfortable and stylish they're built to last plus every single burrow order ships free right to your door Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Because the actor might just be playing it just to get into character, you know what I mean? It'd be like that, um, you know, that arcade machine at every, like, Scarborough Beach or something. They're, like, really thick keys. There's, like, ten, really thick, and you've got to, like, hit them in time. It'd just be, do, 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 do. Good game, good game. So, basically, what I've gathered from the last few minutes is acting is a lie. It's all a lie. Bunch of lying bastards. Um, Play the piano interlude. Right, back on to a great segment that I loved back in episode 7 maybe, and it was the word of the day on Urban Dictionary. Some class words, and I'm going to tell you some, and hopefully you find them funny or interesting, because that's what we do on the Daft Lad podcast. So, the first word is wordle fucker. The person who tells you the answer to wordle before you have a chance to solve the puzzle yourself. Full stop. Um, example. My friend was so excited at solving Wordle that she told me the answer before I could do the puzzle myself. She is a Wordle fucker. It's a good start. It's a good start. You can use that. I won't get you done for copyright. Uh, Another one. Dream blunt rotation. A caption that is used with groups of celebrities or other famous icons that the author would like to smoke weed with. I was not thinking it was going to go like that. Um, that sentence. Example, I feel like MasterChef and Bugs Bunny will be my dream blunt rotation. Um, oh, I see now, just handing out the weed. Obviously, don't do that. Um, okay, the next one. Ear hustler. One who listens in on others without getting caught. Example, Tammy, a true ear hustler, knew everything about everybody. It's a decent one, that. Again, you can use that. Um... This is class. (laughs) This is a good one, is this? The word is barked. It's a great word. Um, And it means to have totally fucked something up. Usually by doing something stupid. Specifically used to describe technology that is broken. Wow. So barked means totally fuck something up. That's that's so me, is that? I am barked. Because I'm the kind of person, right... You know, like normal things, like opening a door. Everyone does it every day. No one breaks a door. But for me, I could somehow take the fucking door off its hinges or somehow snap it in half or break the door handle. It only happens to me. Or like if I'm opening a glass of Golmeo, I'll somehow shatter the glass and it'll go everywhere. And it's my fault. But like everyone else opens them like that. It just happened to me. So I'm balked. This next one is a music related. And it's simply farm emo which is country music, I'm going to listen to some farm emo. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, this is good. This is the last one. Um, Here we go. The word of the day is, I like the cut of your jib. More of a sentence of the day. Original 17th century pirate context. Uh, Example. I think we should mutiny, yeah. Hey up, lad. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> I think the jib has something to do with something on a ship or like something built on the ship and you call it a jib. I like the cut of your jib. I feel like someone should be calling people who have bull haircuts. I like the cut of your jib. Um, that's my favourite one. That is the Urban Dictionary uh, section <laughs> segment of the podcast. <laughs> they were some of my favourites. There was. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell if you've listened to the last 10 episodes that I am 
very uncultured. I love pizza and pasta. I love a deep pan ham from Pizza and Ice Cream Factory and some ready-made carbonara. I'm not exotic with my food choices. So um, me and the band lads from Fox Haunt and we're with our recording dude, producer Robin Adams, who records all of our songs. Went to a place called Blue Sakura. I think that's right, a Japanese restaurant in Leeds. It's just behind Key Club, actually. Um, went there on Thursday, and it was 36 quid for all you can eat for two hours, Japanese food. Obviously, when I looked at the menu, I'm going to tell you what's on the menu. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, it's great for you, because literally the other band lads and Robin love that kind of stuff. But for me, who likes chicken nuggets and chips, it wasn't my kind of thing. But I went because it was mainly you know seeing the lads and talking music. So we went in there, it's awesome set up in there, got some blossom trees, they could be fake, you could have stolen from fucking grass verge, you just don't know. Went in there, sat down, and the lady was very nice, she gave us an iPad, and basically, which I love this part of it, you just got an iPad, and it was just like, right, you can order anything as much as you want for the next two hours, we'll come over when there's half an hour left to say, get your final orders in. You just go onto iPad and just press out of basket, out of basket. You could get as much as you want. It was mint. So everyone was passing around the table, got a few drinks. And then they were getting like um, raw eel, uh, fish eggs, sushi, fucking crab. They were actually getting crab, battered prawns and all this crap, which is just not for me. If it's for you, fair play. But all these lads were getting that. And I was getting judged heavily because when I was on my go, I was like... Oh, I can get chicken nuggets and chips. So I went for that, and you can't get tomato sauce. I went for the salt and pepper chicken, which kind of made it up. But I just remember when the tray came, and uh, and and the waitress was there, just like giving all these exotic names, like yo, we got the raw eel and the fish eggs, and you know there was all this like exotic food, and it was like uh, chicken nuggets. Ah, oh, that's me, please. Uh, fries. I had a bucket of fries and salt and pepper chicken, which is fair enough. But I, f- I just felt like I was getting judged. And because uh, there were very small portions. So I, all I had was four chicken nuggets at a time on each plate. And it was like some sweet and sour sauce. But I don't like that because that's just pure fucking heartburn. Is that? I'll have a shot of Gavi before bed if I had that. Um, chips were nice, salt and pepper chicken. And then I tried some katsu curry. So that was nice. I was dipping me pepper chicken into that. Then I tried some sushi and it made me vomit in my brain. There was some uh, katsu sauce or something on it. It was like a white liquid. Ugh. Fuck me. I never. I was literally drinking Coke at the same time to try and get it down. And they just wanted enough Coke. I ran out of Coke. Um, it was the same when, the, when we were in studio last year and the lads uh, in band bought me a Balbon. With katsu sauce, you know, is it hatsu sauce or something? And it hats in, I don't know. And it was fucking grim. A bow bun, never don't have one. It's like a car tire. It's grim. Right, makes me. That's it. One food that I can cringe about, and one taste that makes me actually feel sick. I'm, I'm actually pretty good with other stuff. I could eat anything apart from all that shit. So yeah, that was uh, that was an experience. Thirty six quid for chicken nuggets and chips. I must have had 20 chicken nuggets. Well, then I could have gone to Mackey's across the road and bought some for like five quid. But I was there for the banter, had a good night, and then sent it off to a pub after. And uh, spent 50 quid in there because drinks weren't included. 
So, if you like Japanese food, go to Blue Sakura in Leeds behind the Key Club. If not, just go to Mackey's. So that's that's what happened on Thursday. <laughs> I was in Leeds again the other day. And on Saturday, I went to go see a band called Tiny Moving Parts. One of the best gigs I've seen in a very long time. And uh, one of my bros mate who came, who always comes to all these pop-punk gigs, he was crowd surfing and uh, <laughs> he was just trying to hang from the roof. And I think he actually ma- managed to snap on a pipe or something. And he got chucked out at Key Club. I've never seen anyone get chucked out of Key Club before. Well, that was an experience. So, yeah, as you can tell in this podcast, I love Leeds. I went to Boathouse, which I've mentioned in the podcast. A Boathouse is a, let's say, you go there for drinks, but also just food. And it's the best stone-baked pizza I've ever had in my life. I went there um, before the Time Moving Parts gig. And um, I was hyping it up to all the, my mates. I was like, oh, mate, best stone-baked pizza ever, mate. Get pepperoni. You want pepperoni, like, a bit of spice. And they ran out of pizzas, gutted, absolutely gutted. Um, but it's fine. I would love the Boathouse to sponsor this podcast. Boathouse, Waterloo Boathouse in Leeds, I love you. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, but before I go, um, I just want to say thank you for listening. And uh, we've made it to episode 10 of Pure Daphness. It has been. I hope you've been enjoying it. I've been loving it, getting all this shit out of my brain. Also, please go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, it's all at the Daft Lad Podcast or the Daft Lad Pod. Send me any emails or questions I'll read out on the podcast, like Jeff Hookie at the start of the episode. The Daft Lad Podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you've got a spare second, please just go on and leave a review on the podcast and give it five stars or four stars or minus one. Um, I don't know if that makes any shit difference, but obviously I'd love to get to top at album charts at podcast get me a BAFTA uh, instead of all these people who are already famous you know let the little man win the little daft lad um, that would be very nice of you and I appreciate that and I love you all uh, but before I go I've got a lovely fact um, which I actually came up with and it goes a little bit like this when we go in the bath we basically deep fat fry ourselves You can tell I made that one up. So that's the episode of 10 of the Daft Lad podcast. Um, I'm off to HMV for a deep pan ham pizza. Goodbye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.